We'll hold on to your crotchal areas and get ready for another ride on the Punchy Hands Express. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues Podcast, episode number 119, for the week of Wednesday, the 4th of June. I'm Scott, and with me tonight are... Adam. And John. This episode is brought to you by Collectivity and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, after our regular features, our Toy of the Week is the Bowen Designs Hella Statue. Hello, gentlemen. How are you this evening and morning? Well, sniffly, sniffly. Adam, you're you're alive. I am. I'm alive. The, the rumors of my death were not so great, greatly exaggerated as couldn't be hoped. But yeah, because you had like your nose removed or something, didn't you? Yeah, I think I did one after that. But yes, it's settled down a lot. I had a cold part way through, and that made things worse. But um, it's good now. Yeah, I still have to have another checkup, maybe. Oh. Mm. So you're going to get a prosthetic nose, or are you just going to leave a big hole? Uh, we'll just go with a big hole with, you know, like the two open nostril holes oh, that kind awesome. of flare and stuff. Yeah. I actually saw a show on something like that Ooh. on uh, Discovery Channel. Somebody <laughs> had a prosthetic nose, and it attached with magnets. <laughs> like rare earth magnets? I, I don't know, because they, they, they could pop it off, you know, and clean or whatever they needed to do in the hole, and then the awesome. magnets would... I wonder if it was made by Sideshow. <laughs> Did it have light-up awesome. features? <laughs> it could be quite handy, actually, to have a nose that just popped off you know, for cleaning. Yeah. You, you know what I think would be cool is if you had a fake eye, you know, a glass eye. Yeah. Have have one made like a, a Terminator eye with oh, an LED yeah. in it. Yeah. And just pop that in and put some sunglasses over it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Almost worth losing an eye for, but not really. No. So, Adam, besides um, nosectomies, how have you been? Pretty good. I have been running a lot. Um, it's been a couple of weeks since I've been allowed to start running again, and I'm just about killing myself, but it's it's good. I'm extending my personal records of distance now. Yep, that sounds So really you think good. you think you've improved since this? Uh, I've gotten slower, but I can run further. Oh, well, that's, huh. that's so it has uh, diminished your speed but increased your endurance. Yeah, I think the diminishment in speed is more because I had to take a month of no running. But um, okay, the the increase in endurance may well just be my stubbornness. Hmm. True. Yeah. You know, if you if you didn't have a nose, then you'd just be like feeding an air scoop on a car. It'd be awesome. Yeah. Except that then I'd have to consider putting like fly wire over it or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just wear like a stocking over your head. Then people would probably think I'm either a pervert or a burglar. Well, they'd be right on one of those accounts anyway. Imagine True. the kick-ass Skeletor costume you'd have at Halloween, though. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Just have, like some yellow and green face makeup on. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty handy. So, John, try and match that. How have you been? Um, I have My allergies are just horrible here because I don't know what's growing, but something's growing. So, been doing that and been doing the work thing. Do, we, do you take anything for the allergies? Um, I actually was being stubborn and, and didn't. 
And uh, last Sunday, Tracy just finally gave up and said, you're going to take something. <laughs> so, yeah, I did. And I felt better. And I took one on Monday because we had Monday off here because it's holiday. And I felt better. And then Tuesday, I forgot to take them to work with me. Oh. So Tuesday, I was like miserable all day. I, I'm married to someone who stubbornly refuses to take pain relief and sort of stuff. And I just don't understand that at all. Like, why? Well, if you could be comfortable or be more comfortable, why would you not choose that? But it's ibuprofen. It doesn't do anything. Oh, see, I I don't take a lot of pain pills, so when I do, they they generally work. Yeah, that's the only good thing. Yeah. Although if I take something heavy duty, it, it'll it'll put me out. Yeah. Uh, good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Wait. <laughs> I start checking all my beverages. I'm just saying. <laughs> Anything else to report from you, John? I don't think so. Hmm. I think I'm good. I'm sorry. No, I that's. Just- you don't have to, you know, manufacture life events just for the podcast, although it would be appreciated. <laughs> I, oh, I went to uh, two weeks ago. I forgot to mention this last time. Um, we had our local Comic Con. I went to that. That was good. Nice. A lot of cosplayers this year. A lot it, of cosplayers. Interesting. Yeah. Because we, our show's more um, artist-driven, so, it, you know, we don't have the, the entertainment that, like, a big con does. And, uh, but people were really into it this last time. Yeah, and they had, um, oh, I'm trying to think of who was there. Tom Scioli was there, and uh, I got I can't think of the name. Well, Hang on a second. That makes for great radio. It was, yeah. it, it was somebody big. Ricky Lake. Oh, Piggy. I wish. <laughs> Miss Piggy. Oh, Miss- man, no, if the Muppets were there, that would be just awesome. Just awesome. Are we actually waiting for you to find out? or, or- Jim Sterenko. Yeah, I I could see his hair in my head, (laughs) walking by him, and I was like, uh, uh." "Well, that's way better than Ricky Lake." Yeah, yeah, uh, and he gave a really good talk, from what I hear. I didn't go sit in on the panel because it was like packed in there. Yeah, it was kind of cool because when his panel started, the whole floor just. (laughs) That's cool. And then they had a special thing where you could buy tickets to go to a dinner with them. And I guess that was really, really cool, too, from what I've heard. So, yeah. But the Comic-Con was good. Good. I probably spent too much money. Oh, dear. What'd you get? Oh, we'll talk about that later, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been good. Um, but I'm having landscaper issues. That is the lack of one. Uh, well, I wait have a, a minute. good one, you, but he's did, in Adelaide. Did you say landscaper or manscaper issues? Uh, landscaper Yes. Okay. Yeah. No. The the other the position of landscaper is currently open here at the at AFB headquarters, uh, but the position of manscaper is uh, not available. No. Um, Who do we offer that to? Uh, um. Yeah. That's that's personal. Yeah. So. It's Gertie, isn't it? <laughs> no way, man. I expect more. <laughs> I expect more attention to my manscaping than that. Into Windsor area. Yeah. Anyway. So I've had one guy who said he would give a quote and then just kind of disappeared, and then another guy who said he would give a quote and then just kind of disappeared, and then another guy who came and listened to what we wanted and uh, then went away, came back, and uh, instead of just giving us a quote – 
did a, a presentation with slideshows with music um, and then quoted us something that was three times what we said the budget was. <laughs> when it was over, I said to my wife, that is the worst thing that has ever happened to me. Not not, not the quote, like the, the presentation, because it, it was like the only thing he failed to do was like light incense and bang a gong. He was like, now this first uh, slideshow is, um, it's not indicative of what I'm going to recommend. I just wanted to you know, get you in the mood for the types of textures and colors that I'm thinking about. And right then I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> but I had to sit through the whole thing. <sighs> your house at least? Sorry? Did he bring it to your house? Yeah, oh yeah, he came to our house. Yeah. <clears throat> we, we um we had landscaping drama here last week. Huh. Uh Mrs. Nerd has hired the lawn workout for the last couple of years. Uh mainly to make up time so I can do stuff for her on the weekends. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> um, do stuff for her. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, no. It's always, you know, move this, do that sand this whatever and uh our regular guy he's i guess his he has a part-time job and his part-time job's picking up so he's like hey i got this kid he's gonna take over some of my business and you can work with him or you can work with somebody else so we said oh we'll give him a try and he had done the lawn a couple of times and she we were outside looking at she goes well he kind of missed this and missed that and so (laughs) she calls to have him come over and talks to the kid's mom Uh (laughs) uh-oh And she says, hey, could you just tell him he needs to trim around this and this? Well, he comes over and we see him outside and she goes, hey, we pulled in the driveway and he was in the front yard. And she said, hey, come around here. I want to show you some things. And so she just told him, well, apparently she she said, I'm going to give you five dollars if you weed this flower bed or something, too. And, you know, we, we go upstairs about an hour later. He's still out there. <laughs> we go upstairs an hour later after that. He's out there with, I think, his dad. And they're doing trimming and edging. <laughs> oh, no. Four hours later, they're still both out there. <laughs> Our dogs are in the kennel, and, we're, you know, we're going to take them out, and we're like, oh, I'm not going out there. <laughs> so I, I don't know how much trouble she got that kid in, but. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, he's mm. out there for a uh, <laughs> holiday, week, holiday weekend, and he spent half of it, you know, working on our yard. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he wants to, you know, move to Australia. It's not like I seriously, I just want plants. You know, my brief was not complicated. I said I want it to be low maintenance and I just want you to avoid lavender because I don't like to smell white rocks because they just invite weeds and I'm really not fond of those kind of wire animals that people put in their garden. Other than that, <laughs> knock yourself out. <laughs> we yeah. put ivy in a couple of our flower beds a couple of years ago and it's starting to fill in. Finally. Oh dear. Yeah, in Australia, ivy just goes crazy. Like, it just takes over your yard in about five seconds. Really? Well, yeah. Or what it does, what I've had issues with in an older house that I owned was that it had actually grown, like, into the brick, into the mortar of the brick, and started to destabilize the mortar of the brick. So I get nervous when I see people letting it grow up their house. Yeah. Uh, No, it hasn't made it to the house yet. You just keep an eye on it. I will. <laughs> we'll just keep it cut back. It'll, yes. it'll be fine. I am. Um, it, it, it hasn't filled in real fast. So. I worked at a um, very old private school that was built around a main building that used to be an old big house, and it had a whole um, wall of ivy that 
was had be, was basically holding the building up. Structural and, ivy. Yeah, yeah, it was like structural ivy, and we had um, oh, they call them gap uh, tutors. So these are like kids from overseas that have come between high school and university uh, to work in the boarding house for a year, and their flat was up on the the first floor of this old house. And one night they'd obviously been having some adult beverages and one of them decided to uh, visit someone else, but go on the outside of the building instead of the inside and managed to rip a two story section of this Ivy off of the, this outside wall. And this kid was from South Africa, and he was so terrified of the headmaster of the school that he ran away that night and never came back. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) And it cost, I want to say, like $50,000, I think, to have it all, like, like wired back onto the building. (coughs) Amazing. Amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure he ran away and his his? Well, that was the story. Just, uh, I, he might have been buried out the back of the property. For all I know, the headmaster was pretty terrifying. Anyway, hey guys, this is actually a podcast about toys, <laughs> not landscaping. Madness. Madness. I know, crazy. I forgot. But well, I, next week's show, we'll teach you how to prune your rose bushes. That's right, and prevent ivy from taking over your building. Yeah, but for now, Scott will will demonstrate proper manzillion techniques. (laughs) Proper what? Manzillion. What does that mean? Uh, You could just look it up. Manzillion. Manzillion. What are you doing to our show, John? I'll tell you what. Adam enjoyed it. Okay, well, I'm just going to put a stop to this now, and we'll come back in a moment with some articulated news. Shut up, everyone. Manzillion. (laughs) What does that mean? I'm Hang on, I'm getting you. A, I'm getting you a link. How do you spell it? M A N. Hang on, I am got I, you am a I link. gonna freak out in a moment? I got no. you a link. Oh, <laughs> what? Oh no! <sighs> Ow. Now, you can have your own special Captain Planet adventure with your favorite planeteers. There's Wheeler, who has the power of fire, and the daring Linka with the power of wind. You can even use the planeteer's eco-cycle. And your own power rings will let you call Captain Planet. Bring him to the rescue and save the Earth. Captain Planet and the Planeteers, now available at Kmart. Well, as always, we start with the news, and Adam is going to kick it off. So over to you, Adam. Thank you, Scott. Well, the first thing that's caught uh, my eye this week is that Figure Arts have announced uh, Figure Arts Zero Sail of Venus to go along with uh, Sailor Moon and Sailor Mercury. Um, this one's coming out in October slash November this year. It'll be going for about 90 bucks US. Um, it features uh, pearlescent paints in places and... Uh, Sailor Venus in the middle of doing a Venus love me chain attack. <laughs> um, so she's basically got a chain of love hearts coming out of her right index finger. Oh, I'm so glad you said index point. finger. Phew. Boobs, Scott, out of her right boob. <laughs> That's what I was worried about. That's still better than what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm cheek. laughs> um, 
And yeah, look, I haven't thought a lot of the the figure art zero Sailor Moon figures so far. Um, I think this one is better than Sailor Moon, possibly not as good as Sailor Jupiter, uh, not Jupiter, Mercury, sorry. Um, yeah, I think it's a pass for me. See, Adam, how tall are they? I'm not really sure. I haven't got any yet. Uh, I've got the um, the Dragon Ball Z Vegeta one coming. Yeah, I know I said I wasn't going to get it, but I've got it for cheaper, so it's coming. Um, but I suspect they're probably somewhere between six and nine inches. Um, are these... And so for that price, with no articulation, I just can't justify it. Is that why they're called figure at zero? Yeah, zero points of articulation. Z- okay, radio. Yeah. Yeah, I saw somebody complaining about that on Twitter the other day. But for the about, price, they just weren't worth yeah, it. Yeah, I completely agree. I really don't like the Sailor Moon pose. The one on the Sailor Moon? Yeah, I don't like her pose. It just looks it looks awkward. Like her, yeah. it's just got a weird bend in her arm, and yeah. she, you know, she looks more like someone's quarter on the way to the toilet, not like um, <laughs> you know, dramatic pose. Yeah, I think we talked about the Sailor Moon one when it was um, announced months ago. I said, look, it it looks worse than the um, normal figure arts figure. <laughs> so you're not buying these? I'm not buying these at all. All right. Well, what about the next thing? Well, the next thing that we have is... <laughs> uh, By the way, if you're buying the next thing, you may not be allowed to continue doing this show, just so you know. Okay. Really? See, I... Yeah. Oh, they're horrible. Really? I, I kind of find them cute. Let's tell um, people what they are, though, before so we... So we're talking about... Uh, <laughs> it's called Mutant Kitty um, figures, but they're basically Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles um, sculpted on a, a Hello Kitty um, buck. Oh, my God. Um, they're terrible. So they are available for, for pre-order. For free. Um, they should be free. For pre-order, okay. when I learn to speak. Um, they're 5.7 inches tall, uh, and they're meant to be released in June this year. I should go and check out how much they cost. But, yeah, they've got all four turtles. Um, they, as far as I'm concerned, look uh, fabulously Hello Kitty kind of drag. Excellent. <laughs> Yeah, oh, it's like Hello Kitty dresses up as the turtles for Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I still don't like it. I, I, I dig it. You know, if I if you hadn't told me that this was another company yeah. other than Funko, I yeah. would have guessed these were Funko. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because they look a lot like Pops. I'm sure these will actually find quite a market because, you know, they both have that that same uh, kind of, you know, Asian-y appeal and so i can i can definitely see certain people being into these but it shan't be me and they still look better than the new movie turtles (laughs) (laughs) so the only sad part about it for people is um if you want to get all four of them hand over four hundred dollars or not quite four hundred three hundred sixty (gasps) dollars what ninety dollars a piece you are joking I'm not eighty nine ninety nine US. It'd be bad. Ninety dollars, and they're four. They're four, and how, how tall? Five point seven. Five seven. You are yeah. kidding. Mm-mm. What are they made of? Uh, pure screen by the look of them. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. Tell, tell us something better. Okay, well, I don't know that I am. Uh-uh. But um, the next thing that I've got is Medicom. Uh, have announced that there will be a Batgirl and a Catwoman Sofubi figures for uh, 2015. 
So, Sufubis, we talked about um, Godzilla <laughs> Sufubis and how ugly they looked. Oh These don't look much better. These look like, uh, as far as I'm concerned, you took a, a blow-up sex doll <clears throat> and shrunk it down to an action figure size. So, they're 9.85 inches tall in their late 60s to mid-70s looks. Oh, I thought you meant they looked like they were in their late 60s. To- <laughs> <laughs> nah, well, back here with boobs are still above their waist, so... You know, the, you know what I thought they looked like is uh, Stretch Armstrong. Yeah. That so kind of neutral, you know. What is Sufubi? Like, it's obviously a thing. Okay. What does it mean? Like, what? Let's go find out. I, I'm trying Sufubi definition. Here we go. What is Sufubi? I'll, I'll look for you because I've told Arnold to take the night off. Oh. Well, the swamp thing doesn't look too bad, though. Oh, apparently it refers to the material, not the design. Yeah, soft okay. plastic, Japanese soft plastic. Huh. I don't like it. No. <laughs> like, they, again, I just kind of look at it and go, okay, to me these look so hideous that it must be a thing, and I'm missing it. So if they're stretchy or soft, well then, okay. But I definitely do not need these. Yeah, but I don't want any. Yeah. I, I would also like to say I really don't feel that the world needs these. Um, but you just, you're supposed to say it's not for me. I know, but you know uh, what? I just, these are terrible. Special needs okay. children who need action figures, so. Send all hate mail too. <laughs> <laughs> Planned banter. Right? Okay, yeah. yeah, got it. Okay, so Adam, this is you, you, terrible news. What what's going on here? Try, try. Well, I'm, not, I'm not guaranteeing anything better because uh, I'm on to um, Maddie. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go. Oh, man, I'm, I'm just trying to preload everything with a turd sandwich so everything else looks better. Just you know, lowering expectations. Um, so Maddie have announced um, a bunch of things for their. 12th of June um, sale, uh, they have announced that they will be doing Motu Classics Extender, which looks like a guy with, um, uh, what's the guy, neck and neck. Instead of his neck, it's his body and his arms. I yeah. have no recollection of this guy ever existing, but sure, go for it. <laughs> um, there will be DC, hang on, not DC, we'll stay with Motu. Uh, there's Motu Minis. So there's a Scareglow and a Stratos um, Mini. They, yeah, look like they're just small, tiny Motu kind of figures with <laughs> almost no articulation. I'm not sure who that's for. Uh, Those have been kind of popular, the previous ones. I think they're cute. I mean, like, I, you know, I, I, it's not my thing, but I can see where th- people would be into that. Yeah. I, I guess it's like a, one of the... It'd be, it's, it looks like it's for the blind bag kind of crowd, but it's not blind yeah. bag. Yeah, which, which is, is fine. Yeah. Uh, and it also sounds like they have um, announced that they're doing a DCU um, ice. Yep. And so this is one of the four figures that is going to be made this year. Yeah. Yep. Is this the first one? or did, Oh, they already did the Hook Aquaman, is that right? I don't know. So. I don't know. It's never been my thing. I know. Well, I mean, I'm so whatever with Mattel that I think maybe the Hook Aquaman did come out, and I haven't even bought it. So, yeah. 
There you go. That says it all. Yeah. So they're, they're definitely doing things everyone cares about now. Yeah. I'll, I'll we'll definitely get that ice um, because, you know, I do – I'm going to add what's left of the DC Classics, uh, Universe Classics, to my collection, and I've got the fire, so I should have ice to go with it. Um, but it's just like a sad afterthought now, isn't it? Yeah. Just yeah. pushing out the yeah. last dregs. Yeah. There's more Maddie stuff, though. There is, there was, uh, you know, uh, little bits and pieces about um, further motus and bits and pieces. Um, I don't know if it was really stuff that most of us are that interested in. Uh, let's have a bit of a squeeze. So there's um, yeah, just general all-access things. So there's a Motu Icer and a, yeah. a King Randor and a Lord Dactus and a yeah. Seahawk. There's also the Total Heroes Black Manta. So is Total Heroes the ones that were the um, the thing where you had to interact with a an iPhone app? No, Total Heroes are the new Mattel six inch DC line. Ah, yeah. Okay. This was the one that was a an adult collector line that was really not. Well, yeah. I mean, they're they're blocky and um, yeah, they're they're pretty good looking actually, but they're uh, designed for the retail market to have the current versions of the characters out there. So there are quite a few singles out already. And then they're doing uh, deluxe figures on Maddie Collector. So there's already been a Green Lantern one, and they're ones with, like, extra heads and pack-ins. And now they're doing Black Manta, which is, um, I think, kind of a weird one for a... I mean, I don't think it's... I think it's awesome that they're doing that as a deluxe figure, but it's kind of a weird one to do as an online exclusive but he comes with quite a few extra pieces, weapons, and an unmasked head, and that sort of thing. So while while I'm not collecting um, this line, this is still for Horseman. It's the new, a new six-inch buck, and uh, you know, they're I, I don't mind them actually, but not collecting them because, hello, yeah, yep, that's and that's definitely what line that is because this um, announcement does seem to contradict itself. Yeah, it's confusing. So that it's Total Heroes and then later that it's DCU. Yeah, yeah, they're confused. Okay. So, yeah, it's Total Heroes. There we go. Yeah. I've learned something. Yeah. So is that all from you? It is indeed. Okay. Well, um, John, I think probably almost anything that you could talk about could be uh, better than what Adam's given us. So um, no, no offense, Adam. No, that's fine. Uh, yeah. So over to you, John. Well, um, SH Figuarts is giving us the original Red Ranger. Yay! Is that better? Definitely. <laughs> and uh, it's Himitsu Sentai Go Ranger, mm. uh, which is the Red Ranger from uh, the. He's from the like late seventies. Yep, I yep. believe if I Super, got Super Sentai. Yeah, and uh, looks like uh, he's turning forty, so that must be their their impetus for. He's looking pretty spry for forty. He's still got a lot of flexibility. Yeah, yeah and looks like he was inspired his costume maybe a little bit by Elvis. He's got a bit <laughs> of a cape, uh, you know. And this is the the typical SH figure arts type thing. Um, he's got a staff. It looks like comes with him. And now I the the one picture with the staff kind of disturbs me because it's got a a red end on it and it's a white staff, which. In the states, at least, that's what. Uh, if you're blind, you have a cane. Yeah, mm. but the, the other end's like blue. Blue. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the one picture, the blue part's behind his back, so it's. Oh yeah. Obvious. Yeah. It just looks like he got angry because somebody got in his way, and he's uh, uh. being 
you can stand <laughs> out. It comes with comes with a gun and a holster and a pretty good looking figure. Yeah, hmm. it looks like he's got little jets that attach to his belt too. I, I I really like the uh, posability, and they've you know they're selling it well in these photos because you can really see what it can do, and I love most of those poses. Yeah, I mean, he looks good. He, yeah. And it looks like the, you know, the articulation hasn't really sacrificed the overall look of the figure either. No. It looks, looks pretty good. It looks like he's got a couple of different uh, hands, like a flat one and a grasping hand, too. So I think um, a lot of the Power Ranger gear really benefits from the fact that the Power Rangers are very based on things like Super Sentai and Kamen Rider. And the number of Kamen Rider figures they churn out is just phenomenal. Yeah. Yes. That is true. So any time that they learn something for one of those, it's pretty much interchangeable with the other different lines that they do. There's a, a guy from Sweden on Twitter named Giga Beetle, and he has loads of the the Common Rider figures, and he he does the funniest pictures with them. So he's Absolutely. the guy that they're sending poor. Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. That's funny. But. You know, he'll he'll just do the funniest thing. Sometimes they look sad, you know. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes they look happy. It, it's good. Cool. Good stuff. And something else. Yes. <laughs> our good friends over at Funko, because we can't have a show without mentioning our good friends at Funko. Man, their output is insane. And this one I actually like. Oh, I, yeah. Uh, I think it might be an anniversary year for this film as well. It's Who Framed Roger Rabbit. So we are getting pop vinyls for Roger Rabbit. And I'd be surprised if we don't see some other merchandise then from them, um, from this film. Yeah. yeah. And we're getting uh, Roger, obviously. Um, one of the weasels, the the one that dresses in the zoot suit. Yep. Uh, Judge Doom. But this is Judge Doom in his um, kind of final form. Yeah. Where he's in his, his unmasked, uh, crazy eyes form. And, of course, we couldn't uh, not have a line and not have the one and only Jessica Rabbit, right? Absolutely. And she's got one eye half closed looking very sultry. So, these look good. She's yeah, nice. Yeah. Her, her body is so unpot vinyl, though. I don't know about that. Well. It doesn't go with her head at all. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. But, I mean, it looks appropriate for her, so. I wonder how she stands, actually, like. I don't know if that's why she's got the microphone. Yeah, possible. Balance her out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I suspect it is. Um, more than likely. But in, in Funko, we trust. So we'll assume it works. Yeah. I mean, I, I like that just from the uh, perspective that it is unique and it doesn't feel as cookie cutter as some of the Funko stuff does. You yeah, know, that's true. Yeah. So yeah. It, it is different, but it is actually... Um, appropriate for the character and so that uh, makes me feel more inclined to respect the the piece you know out of <laughs> yeah out of the stuff i've seen that's actually some of the better roger rabbit merchandise i've seen period because <laughs> um, i've seen some real bad stuff um from roger rabbit so but we will we will move on to uh something else that's both uh Disney related and Funko related because mm-hmm. they're announcing a set of mystery mini vinyl figures for um, Disney, and this looks like it covers the whole Disney range. 
because you got the Cheshire Cat from Alice in Wonderland up to Wall-E. Oh, no, you got Wreck-It Ralph in there, too. Ralph, so. yeah. This It says Series 2. I don't I don't recall Series 1. Yeah, I don't either. So this I don't remember is, ever th- seeing those. Yeah, this has got Lion King stuff. It's got Alice in Wonderland, Beauty and the Beast, Wall-E, Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. Anything else? No. Uh, Belle. Oh, I said Beauty and the Beast. Well, it looks like there's two variations of Belle there. Covered by Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm it just like saying. Maybe two Timons as well. Yeah, yeah they're cute. And two Pumbas. See, I, I would, I want a, that the Happy Wreck-It Ralph, but none of the others, so I'll probably eBay it. Mm. Okay. I like Timon and Pumba. Yeah. I, I love these mystery minis. I, I'm, I can't, I'm really hanging out for another Marvel wave because I love the Marvel mystery minis. I'm really, I'm sure they will do more. It's Funko. Oh, sure. yeah. <laughs> what, am sure. I, what am I worried about? Yeah, I am sure. They're so they, cute. You know, and, and you didn't understand the whole blind bag thing not that long ago. I still, no, I still don't. I still, uh, I, I think that these are cute. I don't, I really don't like the whole blind bag, blind box thing because, you know, I, I want to be able to, uh, Pick and choose what you want. Well, yeah, and also I want the set. I don't want to have to buy thirty to get a set of twelve. So yeah, yeah the whole thing. But I mean, I don't understand that there's a real market for it, both for collectors and just then the casual. Like, oh, that's cute. I'll get one, and that's awesome. But it just it doesn't uh, jibe with my collecting instincts at all. So you know, and we know what I do. Then I either don't buy them or then I just buy the whole case and sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't yeah well from the very cute i will go to the kind of scary <gasps> okay because ne- neca has revealed and final sdcc exclusive and that's fire and stone ahab predator and ahab uh is from a dark dark horse comic called fire and stone and um, when you take his helmet off he's missing one of his eyes and it's <laughs> covered over yeah that's freaky he's- man yeah, he is freaky. So, I uh, if you want one of him, you'll have to go to SDCC. And, uh, um, yeah, I'll pass. Yeah, and pick him up. So uh, that'll probably cause Ben some consternation, I would imagine. <laughs> and track him down. I'll tell you what, this, you know, it's a real uh, thing that you've got to understand. Because I mean, I just can't tell the difference between any of them because it's not my thing. Um, but you know, it's obviously. Uh, um, makes sense to people that are passionate about it. Yeah, the whole predator alien uh, thing that they're doing. There's there's lots of people that oh are all gosh. in on that. Yeah. So. I mean, I appreciate the like. I thought I really enjoyed listening to Ben's Toy of the Week last week with the Celtic Predator, and um, you know, obviously he gets it and it means something to him, and that's awesome. Um, but it's the kind of thing that I guess you have to. I can't really appreciate them uh, as individual pieces distinct from each other because I don't understand it. Um, yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, that is uh, John's news, and I'm going to wrap up with a few different things. First of all, we definitely have spoken before about the fact that uh, Play Arts Kai is going to do a Watchmen line. And we now have the full solicits for Rorschach, which is the first figure. And I'm really excited about this. It looks great. 
the uh, extras that he comes with, I think, are um, interesting. He's got two different uh, pattern masks. He's got some weapons and some flame effect things from the weapons, um, a few different hands, including one holding a spray paint can. Um, well, see, that's that's what one of the flame effects is for, is so you can do the oh, of course, yeah, yeah, spray yeah. can, yeah, cool. awesome. Yeah. Um, and uh, something I can't, some tiny little red thing I can't even tell what it is. I think that's a flower. Yeah. Oh, is this flower? Of course. Thank you. Yeah. Um, an extension to his jacket, and then of course the play art sky uh, posing. So, what I'll be interested to see with these, assuming that they do do more characters, is uh, scale, because to me, like Rorschach should be shorter than some of the other characters, and they don't tend to do much with scale really. So, that, and that could just affect my overall feelings about the the line if he if they do him at the same height as some of the other characters. Hmm. But it looks yeah. beautiful. I don't know. It looks good. Well, good looking figure. Oh yeah, no, I'm excited about it. I'm excited. I'd like to know yeah. that there's more stuff coming before and what it looks like before I commit though. So I don't think I'll pre order this. Now, how do you think all the people that bought the Mattel one feel right now? Oh uh, look, I think that that's a different um those are beautiful figures, those Mattel ones. And they, the point of the Mattel ones was that they are truly comic accurate. Like they're very faithful to the, um, to the Dave Gibbons art. And so I think this is a different, I don't think people will feel like, oh, damn it, I wish I'd waited for these because it's a different sort of thing. Um, okay. yeah, if you were, yeah, if you were enthusiastic about the characters, I don't think you'd, you, you you might buy both or just be happy with what you've got, but these look a little bit more. This one anyway. Oh, Rorschach's not a good litmus test for that really because he's probably got the best, and most consistent look between movie and comic. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what the others where they're going with it, whether it's comic related or uh, no, it's 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 based on the movie stuff. So this is different. Yes. And then speaking of other things that I won't be pre-ordering, um, the Sideshow Grey Hulk premium format is now up for pre-order. So they're doing Green Hulk, Red Hulk, and Grey Hulk. And I think it's good, you know, one thing that we have complained about sometimes with Sideshow is when they uh, do color variants down the track so you don't know they're coming. So at least with the Hulks, they have... Um, been upfront about the fact that there are red, uh, green, and red all happening. Oh. Yeah. And the uh, sideshow exclusive of this has got the, well, they, they call it the retro orange shirt. So that's kind of going right back to first appearance Hulk, which was the gray Hulk, obviously. But it can, that is removable um, and only comes with the exclusive. And he's got a uh, two heads, um, so two different uh, looks. And if you're a Hulk fan to the point where you would want Gray Hulk, as well as your other color Hulks, and I'm sure you'd be very excited. Yeah. He looks a bit angry. I thought he looked constipated. <laughs> Maybe he's angry because he's constipated. 
and he's kind of hunched over, gritting his teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's that he doesn't have an upper lip. <laughs> yeah, what, what I don't quite um, get about the doing all these three at the same time is that I think you know they're basically the same body and pose with different heads and then paint, obviously. Um, but I just kind of wonder how that's going to you know fly. Because uh, I mean, look, I'm getting, I am getting the green one, um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, people are going to feel about that. I don't think the exclusive is all that great on this one either. No, the shirt. Yeah, yeah. I could bank that myself, right? <laughs> well, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a, um, the the gray Hulk in particular is really for your real Hulk fans, you know, cause I mean, that's original uh, first appearance, um, thing. So maybe those same people are people that will really appreciate the orange shirt. You know, I, the thing is, is if I think of first appearance Hulk, I don't think of the, all the veins and the, no, 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 you know, and that, I guess that's maybe what's bothering me about this. Is yeah. He, he's just so over muscled and veiny and, it it just doesn't scream first appearance to me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not wild about the veins on any of them. I mean, it's the same, same sculpt and I'm not that I, I'm not wild about it on any of them just because, yeah, but I'm, I'm still excited about the green one. Like I said, when we initially talked about it, you know, I'm, I'm not going to pass up. Are you green with envy? Uh, No, that's the poison ivy one. Hello. Um, yeah. The, you know, I'm not going to pass up another premium format Hulk at, at a normal price, um, but I don't really like the veins. You don't really like the veins. Okay. Um, sorry. Did you, you just... isolate that as a sound clip for me? I you to don't really like the veins. You want it as a ringtone? Awesome. Okay, I'll do that. Uh, also from Sideshow... The we have simply a tease of a Sentinel maquette, which looks so cool, but will be so expensive. Um, yeah. yeah. So, but and it's you know a really comic-y one, not not the movie one. I thought they were awesome in the movie, but I wouldn't want a toy of them. Um, but oh, I wonder if Ben. Oh my goodness! I wonder if Ben will. Buy multiples. But by a million of them, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Does I've, the hand look like it doesn't isn't finished or is it uh I think there's some there's some effects happening there. Yeah. Yeah. Um the Galactus one I've actually seen in, in person and it is amazing. Amazing. So I assume this will be in the same kind of vein and scale and uh probably cost as much simply to ship to Australia as it will cost for Americans to buy the whole thing. (laughs) So I'll admire it from afar, but I do think it's extremely groovy. And then lastly, the something a little bit different Kickstarter uh, is always interesting when it comes to toys and obviously um, has a much better record for getting toy projects back than delivering them in a timely fashion. Uh, but there is a really interesting Kickstarter that was actually pointed out to me um, by our friend Jeremy. 
And uh, then Eli separately had put it in the the news section. And this is uh, called I Am Elemental. And the Kickstarter is I Am Elemental Action Figures for Girls. And the idea behind this is these are are two uh, female um, sculptures that have... uh, a passion to do a project that produces action figures that are aimed at girls that reflect kind of realistic body types and not you know oversexualized um and then also have a message behind them and so the the series that they've got up on a kickstarter is a um called the courage series and it's seven different uh characters and figures that each embody a part of courage um, from bravery to honesty to persistence to fear which is really interesting and they talk about why they think that's an important part of courage and uh these are um four inches and uh extremely cool and this is already a batch project so they um, have still got 12 days to go at the time of this recording they had a thirty-five thousand dollar goal and they currently have raised over one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. um so that's pretty exciting and they seem to have quite a good plan uh as well so um i i, I love their uh, mission, and I think that uh, this is quite cool. Yeah, it's a good looking figure too. You know, a good stock base figure. Mm. Um, I think you know it, that's really what makes these. I think kind of kind of nice. I wish because they show a picture of uh, some other um, yeah. modern figures, and they say more Hooters than heroin on them. <laughs> um, I wish they had just taken one of their figures though and put it with. Mm. like another figure just so you can kind of get an idea of the scale and a little better. And, yeah. You know. Well, I mean, they, I think, yes, I agree The the figures that they put as the, um, example are, uh, you're kind of, they're either Marvel universe or, um, the DC infinite heroes ones, which, um, the three and three quarter. Um, so, and these are, they say they are four inches. So, um, but you know, they, they've got a, really nice video and a nice breakdown. Um, they've got nine points of articulation and, uh, I can actually see, um, girls really liking this. And I think that's cool. And I like the fact that they've attached a message to it as well. Yeah. So congratulations to them for getting funded and it will be really interesting to, uh, keep an eye on that. And Eli says that he has funded it. So, um, when these do come out, then he'll be able to tell us how they went. We will look forward with great interest. Yeah. I'm, I'm quite interested. Okay. Well, that has been, you know, there's been some real highlights and lowlights in this week's news as always. Um, and speaking of highlights, we're going to wrap this up now and move on to the next installment of everybody's favorite podcast game. Name that. TVandFilmToys.com, John, who also goes by Engineer Nerd, has been running the visual version of Name That for quite some time. When we first started this show, we asked him if he could come up with a audio version for us, and look what has happened. It has taken on a life of its own. And haunted my dreams. And haunted your dreams, and uh, fulfilled the dreams of so many people out there. So, John, why don't you fulfill some more dreams? 
Well, mainly Eddie, but mainly Eddie. Yeah. Mainly Eddie. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I, we we love it. We love it. You know. Yeah. We play a little clip, and then you guys guess what it is. Yeah. And you, you come over to the forum, and you guess, and it's good. It's fun. It's wholesome. We're gonna put last week's clip right here. Flash a radio message from the tower. Bird caught in quicksand. Get the maps. Here's the location. Get going. And good luck. Back in the tower. Signals help on the way. We'll help get there in time. Create your own adventures. Okay. You guys have both heard last week's clip. Yep. And Adam. I have, Any guesses? I have no idea. Uh, I know it's not this, so I'm just going to go out and say Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Oh, no. That'd be cool, though. It would be cool. Chip, 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 and Yeah. Okay, I have a set of guesses. Okay. First of all, it made me think of Lassie. It is not Lassie. But just, you know, someone stuck in the quicksand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No? I'm with you. Major Matt Mason. Ooh, no. No? You're, you're, you're closer, though. Closer? Oh, it's not G.I. Joe. It is G.I. Joe. G.I. <gasps> Joe. Not that G.I. Joe. Oh. Oh. What's the G.I. Joe is it? This is a G.I. Joe Adventure Team uh, command center. What's the difference? This is 12-inch G.I. Joe. Oh, good grief. <laughs> Man. Well, there's a difference. <laughs> well, can I get three and three quarters of a point? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> so it I get three that. and three quarters of a point for getting it wrong. That's more than you get for getting it right. Yeah. No, you get a whole point for getting it right, you idiot. And you want three and three quarters of a point. Yeah, that's... Which is 3.75 points. Three and three quarters of one point. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm an English teacher. <laughs> numbers make me nervous. I don't deal in numbers. Turn it into a picture or I can't relate. We'll make you a pie chart later. Thank you. Yes. Or pie. Maybe I'll make pie later. Yeah. What, how about point three of a point? Okay. That's what I meant. We'll, we'll do something. Thank we'll you. We'll do something. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, Adventure Team um, Command Center. Yeah. Uh, so. See, it's good. Fascinating. Yeah. You know, so it's that 70s Adventure Team stuff. I, I, I like that stuff. I dig that stuff. Sweet. And we might as well play something else to challenge the masses, so we will put the new sound right here. You can take control on the weapon tower, launch the net, stop the henchmen, and put Mr. And one more time, because once is never enough. You can take control on the weapon tower, launch the net, stop the henchmen, and put Mr. You know, if you want to be like Scott and, and maybe get three quarters of a point, you can leave a, <laughs> a guess over, you know, at uh, plant. No, I'd better not leave it at plant banter. Um, <laughs> come on over to AFB Forum. That's AFBforum.com. And, uh, you know, sign up and, you know, go leave a guess over there because guessing's fun. And, um, you know, if you get them right, we give you forum points. And forum points are very, very coveted. Absolutely. Um, if you get enough forum points, um, the Scott will come to your house and give you a background. Yeah. Or a manzillion. Or a manzillion. Because mm. I know what those are now. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's good. Yeah. That's good. 
And if, you know, like, like Scott alluded to, if you'd rather play a picture version because, you know, n- numbers and sounds aren't your thing, <laughs> come on over to tvandfilmtoys.com on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah. And you can play the picture version, yeah. which may be easier for some of us. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> well, thank you very much for that, John. It's always a pleasure. We will be right back in a moment to talk about the new items that we've added to our collections this week. from the tower. Adventure team member caught in quicksand. Get the maps. Here's the location. Get going, Joe, and good luck. Back in the tower, Joe signals help on the way. We'll help get there in time. Create your own adventures. G.I. Joe Adventure Team Headquarters. G.I. Joe's and ATV sold separately. It's the exploding bridge with Batmobile and Activator. Batman's included. Pretend Robin is held prisoner. Batman's in the Batmobile. You can send him to the rescue. Imagine the villain uses the comic action activator to stop Batman as he crosses the bridge. He's made it in the nick of time. Set the activator, place Batman on it, and you can send him to the rescue. The exploding bridge with Batmobile and activator comes with Batman from the comic action heroes collection. Robin sold separately. From Mego. Well, if we didn't collect, we probably wouldn't be here. So you can decide for yourself whether or not that's a good or a bad thing. Uh, but we do. And that's why we do this show so that we can feel slightly better about it. And Adam, since yes. you last were with us, what have you collected or thought about collecting? So I have not actually received anything new, but my big bad uh, pile of loot built up to the point where I told them to start sending me things on Friday. Um, and it's quite a reasonable size box. It's got um, series one, series two of, Avengers Infinite, um, the three and three quarter line. It has my figure arts uh, Goku uh, in non Super Saiyan format, and it has my figure arts Sailor Venus as well, as well as my. What else have I got in there? I've got some of the NECA clear disc uh, figure stands just to see what they were like, and a couple of the um, figure arts um, impact effect. Uh, kits. I think I've got at least one in beige and one in um, the grey colour scheme. Huh. Hmm. So plenty to play with. Beautiful. Yep. Yeah. Very awesome. And, John, what about your good self? Well, I told you guys I was at Comic-Con um, here locally, Appleseed Comic-Con, in lovely Fort Wayne, Indiana. And one of the people I met there was um, Brandon Barker. And he has a website called Warlords of War, and um, he does custom toys, too. And this this is what drew me over to his booth, because he had some really cool prints that were like uh, um, like silkscreen prints. And my friend Tom got a Captain America one that was like a uh, Secret Wars Captain America. Cool. It was printed on, you know, on a, like, old, you know, like old type paper, and it really awesome stuff and he had tote bags and he had just like a lot of action figure ephemera and the one thing i picked up from him was a keychain where he had uh done castings of a skeletor head in like different different colors so uh, i I picked that up just because you know it's a little skeleton head it's cool (laughs) but i and i picked up his comic book too so 
but he has some uh, cool figures. He, had, he has Kickstarter out there, and uh, one of the things he had brought is some of the Kickstarter prizes, and they're magnetic figures. So, like, all the arms and legs are attached magnetically, so you can kind of mix and match these figures together, which is really cool, which, you know, I spent some time uh, kind of watching somebody else play with one of them while I was talking to them. And then my uh, order from Japan finally arrived, so I finally got my uh, much-longed-for Common Rider Arms Change Gaim figure. Cool. Yeah. So his yeah. Kickstarter has um, closed, and it was funded. Yeah, yeah. Cool. He just had some of the reward figures there, I believe. Just he wanted to show them off, I think, while he was there. They were cool. They are cute. Especially the the skull one, the skull astronaut, where yeah, it's like a bubble. Fun. And I actually um I talked to him a little bit about how he did that and that was pretty neat. Because the heads are magnetic. He said he uses like a uh a gumball machine. Uh he's probably gonna be mad at me for giving away all the secrets, but a gumball machine uh capsule. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, and then lays a razor blade across the top of it to attach the magnet to to support the head. You know, he'll cast the head as a, a separate piece and then use the magnet in the bottom of it to hold it while he uh, puts the clear around it. So, clever dude. Yeah, that's clever awesome. Dude. Yeah. I like so it. Those are basically the old goatee. You know, they looked like it, but some of the pieces didn't, so I don't know... If maybe he's, you know, adjusted some of them before casting or, or yeah. you know, tweaked them a bit. The lower half always because it's the, the yeah. very underpants. <laughs> but what was cool is like, um, you know, he has a dude that kind of looks like a, a plant and yeah. the arms and stuff are still magnetic. So you can take like plant dude's arms and put them on the, the astronaut guy or, um, okay. you know, kind of swap them back and forth. And, you know, he had... um. Uh, Tom talked about uh, one of his friends, Brad, who does a, a line called Battle Babies, and uh, they had done a joint project where they did a figure called Army Brat, which is like kind of reminded me of uh, Toy Story, where he had like a baby head on a tank body. Yeah, yeah. Well, you could take a um, like the astronaut upper half of his torso and pop that on the tank bottom because it was okay. magnetic too. So you could mix and match just uh, the, the magnet thing just allows it to do a whole bunch of different, you know, mix and match things that, you know, you couldn't do with just like regular figures. So very clever. Very, very clever. That's awesome. There's so many creative people out there, you know? Yeah, I actually um, was talking to him about the magnets because he says, yeah, every once in a while I, I put one in wrong. And, uh, you know, if you put it in, in backwards, it obviously does not work yeah. as well. <laughs> so, you know, um, he said he's kind of keep track of all that when he's doing it. And it, it, he said it's very time consuming to actually do because everything pretty much has to be done by, you know, by hand. Yeah. Yeah. One at a time. So clever. Yeah. Well, I got, I'm really enjoying collecting the Play Arts Kai DC variant, uh, figures. And I got my fifth one last week and that is the Batgirl one now I'm a big Barbara Gordon fan and uh, this is even though I'm a little bit mm, meh about the design of the costume just because they've given her um, big hooker boots and bare kind of exposed upper thighs which is fine if she ever had that as a costume element but she didn't, and so it just kind of feels like unnecessary over-sexualizing. Um, 
But that aside, uh, she's really fun. Uh, she is the only one of these that I have so far that can't stand up without the base is Wonder Woman. And I was worried that Batgirl might be in the same boat, but she is a lot easier to pose and stand on her own. And just where I've got them displayed, it makes it a pain if I have to use the base. So I'm really happy with that. And she looks cool next to the Batman. So hooray. I, I, I kind of like that look, actually. Uh, look, you, you mean the boots? I mean the whole the overall design on that one. Oh, I do, yeah, I really it she looks great and I don't like I said I don't mind the um the the boots except that it kind of feels like you know, I mean like, with none of the male characters they go, "Oh, where can we just expose some extra flesh just to expose some extra flesh?" Um Yes, but but you know, I we know. do have flashes cod piece. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, that's right. So they've augmented. They might not have exposed flesh, but they might have augmented some of the sexual bits. I get it. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. but you know, it's just, a, it's an ongoing pet peeve of mine. I'd I really it, like to see someone take that though and customize it, make it a Cassie Kane back girl. Mm. True. Yeah. I mean, it would actually work quite well. It's a bit of black paint really is all it needs. Yeah. And cut off the hair. <laughs> Shh. Yes. True. I, the head on that, I really like though. I, I just like, I don't know. I like the overall style of this figure. Yeah, it's 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 really fun, and um, it it's just a it's a really fun line. They look great together, and um, I'm really enjoying it. I really didn't like the idea of it when I first saw the promo shots of them, but they I'm I'm really going to enjoy having them as a set. You know, they look great together, and they are kind of a. a a certain stylistic take on it, but still totally recognizable as the characters. And I, that's what I like about it. It's cool. And extremely poseable. Do all her accessory bits work well? Like, I mean, all the extra cape and stuff, is that articulated? No, the cape's not articulated. No, they, they no. do. But actually, um, the Batman one, which I never talked about um, because I got it so late, uh, is really beautiful. It's got some... It's quite flexible, and um, this one is a little bit different, um, but still it doesn't the, – the, they've done a really clever job with these capes of making them quite big, but they don't affect the posing of the character. So, And, uh, yeah, everything's, everything's quite nice. I approve. Hmm. Okay, well, unless any – sorry, go ahead. No, good for you. Hooray, and good for players. Thank you. And I think that that's all of our acquisitions, and that means that it is time to award another Reddit card to something or someone in the toy universe. What is this, bizarro world? Red Carded is the moment in the podcast where we... uh, we take a somber look at this industry that we love, and we point out the things that we don't love so much. Sometimes we have to search for a red card. Sometimes we don't do one because there's nothing red cardable. And then sometimes somebody out there makes it really, really easy for us. And uh, Adam, I think we've got one of those weeks this week. Yeah, it's kind of disturbing, this thing. Mm. Um, so, Maddie. Have announced. Oh, what a surprise we're giving it to Maddie. The end. Um, okay, next up yeah. will be the. Yeah, sorry, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Baby Skeletor. Uh, wait, wait. It, it gets a little bit weirder. It's a a 12-inch tall, so essentially a, I guess that's probably the standard size for a girl baby toy things. Um, doll. Um, he has a removable Born to Rule T-shirt that's purple. Um, he has his purple man girdle loin thing leather thing. Um, he has a Havoc staff rattle. Um, and I think most disturbing of all, apart from the fact that he's blue and has, you know, traditional skeletal colorings, is the face to me looks like a mixture between the baby alien from Alien 4 and, oh. and the baby dinosaur from the TV show Dinosaurs, both of whom, uh, you know, suffered a, a bit of fate in the, in the uh, end of their respective hmm. appearances. Hmm. Old spoilers. It says in the press release that it's inspired by a video from the Twisted Minds at one of our favourite stop-motion TV shows. I can oh, only imagine. It's got to be yeah. Robot Chicken. Robot Chicken, mm-hmm. yeah. I assume that's what it is, but, you know, if you... A, that might be funny on a on, on Robot Chicken, but I can't imagine wanting a toy of it. B, with no context for it, it just looks like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. Who knows? 12 inches. Oh, he comes on a potty. Don't forget that. Oh, yeah, it's a throne, isn't it? Yeah, he's got a, a, an evil royal potty. Although that doesn't mention it, and... It's in it's in the press release um, yeah. for Baby Skeletor, and I have seen pictures of the evil royal potty as well. Well, you know, it's important to put it in the press release, but not actually on your website, you know, yeah. in, mm-hmm. the, in the, you know... I just, Why announce it on your website yeah. with the picture that you have here? Yeah. Partly what this actually reinforces for me is just, you know, th- how how much uh, of a hard-on um, this division of Mattel has for Masters of the Universe. Uh, yeah, look, it, it's safe to say... Um, You've got to the point where you can't make any actual action figures off of this stuff anymore. Maybe stop trying to force it. Um, maybe go the other way and leave it alone. But realistically, you know, this is me and my eternal thing about Maddie, and I've said it all along from the moment they started going subs, was you got to the point where you couldn't afford to do a line yourself. You made it the fans' fault that, that things didn't happen. And uh, then you go and try and hit them up for more money for shit ideas. So just leave it. Yeah. Just, just stop. Either you've got something or you don't. Yes. Well, you know, because baby doll collectors cross over so much with master's collectors. Hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm sure that that's the, who they're trying to appeal to. Hmm. You know what this is encouraging? <laughs> Blue babies? You know what this is? This is encouraging people to go to cons with those oh front God. strap baby carriers with this in it. <sighs> you know what's going to happen. Well, now it is because you just said it. Well, it was going to happen anyway. I don't know. I heard I mean, it's it. 
what what's the master's con is that power con you know I, you, you just know that there's going to be like 20 20 dudes trying to look like the guy from the hangover and they're going to have on their you uh, know, <laughs> baby carrier in the front and the big bushy beard yeah i mean i certainly can't see uh like if this was done with a character that i really liked i cannot you know imagine thinking oh well i really want that i don't think it's going to be a thing that the majority of messages of the universe fans would look at and go oh my gosh i have to have that but i could be wrong well the other thing is is there's masters fans out there that are going to buy this just because it's masters but why is he shitting on panther <laughs> no no animal deserves that no way dear oh dear if they sell out, there'll be more. I tell you, Prince Adam coming next. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I really thought we were done red carding Mattel just because. How could they possibly? You know, I thought we just gave them like you know the red card life achievement award and left it at that. But um, this one really had to had to be done. Yes, it yeah, did. but now we will we will leave it and we will move on, and uh, we're going to come back in a moment with our toy of the week. All new Avengers Ultimate Heroes figures, each sold separately. Well, every week we know that you guys look forward to hearing about a different toy in detail, and we call that segment Toy of the Week. And we'll each take turns, and we'll pick something and come in and tell you all the high and low and just plain cool points about some of our favorite things, or we may talk about something that isn't so good. Um, but this week, Scott, I think, is here to tell us about something that looks interesting and probably good. So, Scott, tell us what you got. <laughs> uh, well... As anyone who has listened to the show would know, I am a big fan of the Bowen Designs Marvel statues, and I started off collecting these uh, thinking that I was just going to collect the mini busts, because, you know, who would, you know, have the money and room for full-size statues, and then slowly got sucked into the whole thing. And one of the things that I've been doing in recent times is... uh trying to move two statues for any character that uh, has one made and uh Hela or Hela I, I would say Hela I don't know what we need Ben here to adjudicate um but Hela the um goddess of death in the um the Thor world of things uh is uh, someone who had a very cool mini bust made that was a Bowen website exclusive a couple of years ago uh, but now she has had a full size statue so in preparation for this I sold my Hella bust and uh finally got this this week and um I'm going to talk about her now so this is a 2014 release and acquisition. Um, Mike Cusinelli is the sculptor of this, and he did the Hela bust as well. He also did the Enchantress bust and then the Enchantress full size. And with the Enchantress, uh, they uh, used the bust as the base for the full size. So the full size is... Um, the bust with legs, basically. Um, but interestingly, with Hela, they have not done that. He's done a new 
uh, sculpt. So I'm not quite sure. Um, you, and I think the original idea of this was that this would also be something kind of based on the mini bust, but they've changed that around, which I'm happy about. And I'll talk about that in a moment. This is a quite a tall statue for Bowen. She's 16 inches tall, which puts her well and truly above your kind of average 12 inch Bowen full size statue. And she is a limited edition of 366 because this was made to order. So with some of the, I, I guess, characters that are kind of lesser known or they think are going to be um, a smaller run, they only make them for the number that are ordered. So that's why you get those kind of unusual edition sizes. So this is this is a really beautiful piece. Uh, the Bowen packaging is collector friendly. Um, I really appreciate the the consistency of the appearance of it, and this one is um, no different. It's got the the characters' uh, kind of custom logo, and then pictures and information. Um, the packaging of this is very clever because she's got quite a extensive base and then also quite a large cape, and so they've done a hidden pocket in the outside of the styrofoam insert for the cape and then everything else is inside but the way that she is packaged is uh, or is the way that she's constructed is in a number of different pieces um that that makes it easy to uh, i guess keep the box it's actually a very tall box as the bowens go but it's not super wide so it's not going to be a, a huge difficulty to store so she comes on a, a base that has got, uh, kind of, you know, death appropriate themed skulls at the bottom and in, in black and then kind of spooky, I guess it's mist. Um, and, uh, the base comes in, in one piece with a couple of little extra bits of mist to, um, poke in, which I kind of find a little bit unnecessary. Um, because it just, I mean, I understand on one level, I think the way that they've done it is clever in that these are things that either otherwise could be easy to be snapped off, off in, uh, shipping or moving around. And even the fact that they are separate pieces means that you can kind of, they can get a bit bumped and they're not going to snap off. Um, but I don't know. It's just kind of in the end, it's a bit of extra fiddle that I'm not sure if the artistic benefit is worth it, but there you go. And then her body is, she doesn't have feet because her legs poke, plug straight into the mist. So you kind of get that effect that, um, she's, that the mist is kind of rising up around her, which is really cool. Um, and the body minus her right, uh, hand and forearm and her head is all one piece that plugs in. Then, uh, her cape rests on top. The cape doesn't actually, connect to the figure um it is held on by the head so i mean it sits it sits without the head on the figure but it's not actually attached yeah so which um is is interesting and i'll talk about that in a moment then her head and uh, hela has got the this antler look happening you know i don't know whether it's a kind of reindeer thing she's got going there or what what inspired it but uh, she's got a hell of a headdress basically and so her upper antlers are attached to her head which attaches to the body and then the rear antlers 
are a separate piece that slot into the back of her head with and held in place by a magnet. Um, there's a magnet for the head as well, so that attaches quite nicely. And then her right arm and forearm is another piece that slots in as well with a slot and a magnet. And then you have constructed your halo. Um, in terms of the the sculpt, this this is really lovely. I am, have often been a bit critical of Mike Cusinelli. Um, not his sculpting is beautiful, and he he sculpts the female form beautifully. But particularly in um, some of her, his busts and some of his statues, I I find the poses a bit lacking in energy sometimes. And this is uh, th- this is quite good in that regard. It's definitely one of my um, favorites in terms of his, his sculpting. The She's got a, an outstretched arm, but it, you know, it's quite imperial. And uh, the, the flow in her cape and her pose, you know, there's a lot of energy in it. So I'm, I'm quite happy with it from that regard. The sculpting on her bodysuit is absolutely beautiful with all of the uh, ridging on her, her suit. It's just gorgeous um the cape is beautifully done and uh the uh, just the detail in things like you know, her fingernails the, the the kind of wrinkles in her clothing etc um are, are really quite beautifully done um like i said before the cape doesn't actually attach to the body it's held it, it rests on her shoulders and then um, the, the head is inserted through it. And, uh, it's actually quite a clever design because it, it gives, obviously with these big capes, you know, the risk of chipping, etc., or, or breakage is something that's a bit scary. And while when you're carrying this, like I put it together elsewhere and then moved it here into, onto my desk, you know, it, it rattles a bit because of that, which is a bit scary. I think it's quite a clever, Design because, you know, it, it can again get bumped, you know, it can survive a gentle bump and nothing bad's going to happen to it. So I'm quite impressed with it. And then on the painting side, again, really beautifully done. Um, very nice mix of, uh, different types of, um, paints in terms of matte and metallic. And the, uh, her cape in, in particular is really nice in that the outside is a metallic green and then the inside is a, a matte kind of much darker green. Um, her really nice metallic paints on her bodysuit and her headdress, which makes it stand out. And then the way that the mist has been done is in more of a matte finish that gives it that kind of sense of difference. So, um, uh, all around, I, I really cannot f- find anything to complain about this beautiful statue. What is the base translucent at all? No. See, I think the base would have probably benefited from like the cloud part being a little translucent. Yeah, I'm not always a big fan when they they do that painted cloud look. It doesn't always, you know, it looks like foam or something. Yeah, uh, there there is a slight translucence in the kind of uh base of the the mist the blue part and then they've used a uh a light kind of wash or paint to create the cloud stuff um so so probably is a tiny bit of translucence and actually the um attached the the bits that you attach are the extra mist are more translucent so 
I, just from your pictures, I, I would like to see maybe a little more translucence there, but yeah. that's why I was kind of curious if it yeah. was or not. But yeah. Now, do you have a, a particular version of this character that you like? I mean, is there any particular attachment to you for this character? Or Well, interestingly, um, in she's, she's had a role to play in uh, Peter David's X Factor, the one that just finished. Um, and that that is really one of my all-time favorite um, comics. Um, and she's had some new mutant stuff as well. So she, uh, you know, I'm not Thora, Thora and the, uh, Asgard universe is not my kind of most familiar or favorite set of characters in the Marvel universe. I, I appreciate them aesthetically, but Hela has had, um, both kind of linked to um, Danny Moonstar and New Mutants, and then again she's had a role to play in that that fantastic Peter David X Factor series. So that's to me where I kind of have an affinity with the character. Okay. Yeah, and she's meant to be um, quite tall; like she's not just an average height. She's, uh, you know, I think kind of. Um, meant to be like over seven, seven feet and scale wise. I think that, you know, they've, it, it's quite a big figure, but then also they've given her that extra height as well. So that, you know, when I put her in with the, um, Asgard folk in my display, I think that's going to really work quite well and give that kind of sense of height, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I, I have to give her a 10. I can't. I know. Sorry, Justin. Two weeks in a row, too, because I know Ben gave um, his predator a ten last week as well. But I just, you know, I'd be. I, I can't nitpick. Um, and uh, yeah, it's beautiful. And also, you know, like I'm, I'm really happy with the commitment that Bowen has to these um, characters. That you know, I mean, it's only three hundred and sixty-six pieces. Um, you know, that's a. That it's a. Obviously, it's a business for them, but you know you have a real just sense of a, a labor of love and understanding of the the fan base and the um, as people who are into Bowen be aware the um they're currently in negotiations with Marvel for the, their next phase and it's been quite protracted and uh, I really do wish them well in that because there's definitely more to do and I'm certainly keen to keep collecting so I really do hope that they um get a a, a renewal. I really like that outstretched hand, the the right hand. Yeah, it's beautiful. That, that looks cool. It's beautiful. And um the yeah, it's it's just it's gorgeous. Ten out of ten. Ten dollies. Okay. Well after that glowing review, um because it's hella good. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I uh, see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. We'll be right back with some uh, feedback and close up the show. His feet got the beat. He's cool and he's neat. It's Michael. Yeah, Michael. Dancing on air. The star can't compare it to Michael. Yeah, Michael. There's an album called Thriller. It's no fright. Then there's Billy Jean and Beat It. Looking just right. And three of the outfits, they're all on the site. Like Michael from head to toe Put the mic in his hand and he'll steal the show I love you Michael Jackson Michael Jackson doll New from LJN Well we love hearing from you 
And you can communicate with us in lots of ways. Uh, you can just kind of sit and think happy thoughts about us, um, which is cool. And I'm sure lots of people do, but we would love it if you actually sent them to us either, uh, via email at podcast at actionfigureblues.com or tweeting, uh, at AF Blues, our Facebook page. And tonight's feedback has an interesting theme. It's basically about how we are influencing the purchasing habits of our listeners. And, uh, John, you, you start off. Well, our good friend, Eddie3429, who's probably the most mentioned person on the podcast that's probably never been on, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, besides, oh, no, I was going to say Troy Guru, but he has been on. So like, <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, he sent a tweet that said, damn you, Scotty. Huh? And, uh, it looks Typical. Like he, he bought the, uh, Greg Capullo, the whole series, it looks like, probably. Yep. Um, and it, it's, uh, it ships in the night. So, um, I, I kind of wonder, he must have been like, listen to the episode because it was right after it posted that he had these. So he, uh, Sorry, he must have like heard it and ordered it and yeah. had it delivered overnight. And, um, he also says that, uh, we cost him a bit of money. Um, he needs some of our AFB merchandise money to compensate. Uh, I tell you what, you can have double. I will give you double the money that we have made from AFB merchandise, Eddie, right now. And well, we did have that, that yeah. run on pogs. Yeah. What, what zero times two? Oh, zero. Yeah. Oh, yeah. but he got free coffee based on us. So, oh, true. You know, I think he's good. That's right. He, I think it might also be the ships in the night might also mean he and I, seeing as we oh. go to the same comic book store, but have never met. Uh, oh, see, I saw it as shipping as ship. Oh, yeah, no, you're wrong. Um, the <laughs> I don't know, I have no idea. Uh, but yeah, he that that was a great line. I'm so glad I bought those toys, and I enjoyed reviewing them. And um, very good purchase, Eddie. And uh, something else from Twitter. Yeah, um, TGP73, which is the Ginger Prince, um, he's from England, and he is a huge Admiral Akbar fan and uses him as his Twitter avatar. He says that if you want to play a, uh, a drinking game, um, listening to, he was listening to episode 118, he says, take a drink every time somebody says punchy hands. Uh, uh, punchy hands, punchy hands, punchy hands. Oh, good. We've made up our quotient for mm-hmm. the show now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Punchy hands. I said it in the intro, too. Oh, yes, you did. I did, yeah. And crotchal region. Crotchal region. I didn't see that one caught on. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I said crotchal area. Is it supposed to be crotchal region? Uh, Region area. Okay. I used it at work the other day. (laughs) What? (laughs) And and I used it, and I'm like, well, I'm going to use this because I'm going to find it funny, and (laughs) I don't care if anybody else does because, you know, it'll just be something that's, you know, for me. Did anyone else laugh? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Good, good. And um, Adam, you've got something from our forum. I do. Uh, this is from Pete Wakiski, uh, who has recently joined up, and he says, thanks for the automated welcome. Yes. Yes. Uh, I've been listening to the podcast for a while now. I really enjoy hearing about everyone's interests. I personally have started to focus my collecting down to a couple of Star Wars characters. Lately, I've been more of, more of a seller than a collector. I still buy the occasional item that catches my eye or something that you all recommend. Most recently, I purchased the G.I. Joe Eaglehawk on clearance for $13.50 US, based on John's quick review. Uh, I've also been buying the Lego Simpsons blind bags with my son, as he quite enjoys those. Both my 10- and 3-year-old sons are into WWE collecting, so that's a huge focus for them. I'm still partial to my beloved Star Wars. 
Hmm. Yeah. So yeah. someone bought something that I reviewed. Someone bought something that John reviewed. Who's ever bought something that Adam reviewed? That's what we want to know. I'm sure um, somebody has bought that bathroom playset. And oh, that's true. I, I'm sure they have. About it. That was yeah. awesome. That's awesome fun. Yeah. Really and is. it's not available right now. I know. I, I was looking at that when I ordered my Gaim figure. And it wasn't available. It's it's really the, not that hard to put together either, which is really good too. Actually, though, Adam, I think that you're you have influenced me with like figure arts and 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 uh, play arts Kai stuff and that sort of thing, just like kind of in that general direction. So, okay, awesome, yeah. yeah. And you're and you're pushing me in that direction as well. Mm. Excellent. Well, you already bought a Revoltech figure, didn't you, John? Yeah, I, I have a Revoltech sitting here on my desk. Because actually, I have two. Because I have the the Nemo one, and then I have another one um, <laughs> okay. that's on here on my desk the, as well. So. The wooden or whatever it was. Yeah, the wooden three headed thing. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things that I actually love about our um, you know, group of presenters is that we have got different interests, and we, you know, we we have some things in common, but then we also have got really different interests, and I think that's something that that hopefully makes the show interesting for people to listen to, and. I enjoy it too because there's things that I would not know anything about if I didn't know you guys. And, uh, you know, even if it's stuff that I don't buy, it's still, you know, stuff that I'm interested in hearing about and enjoy other people enjoying. And that's cool. Well, yeah, it's cool to see, you know, like some of the high end stuff that maybe, you know, I don't collect or, um, you know, just some of the different technology that's used in different figures out there. You know, looking at the Play Arts Kai figures or, or, um, you know, the Revoltex and, and seeing maybe something different than a G.I. Joe figure or, um, you know, it's just cool. Or even even the blind bag figures, yeah. you know, because we've all got kind of different interests there, but we all kind of seem to buy some of them. But, uh, yeah, I just, you're right. And that has been probably the hidden joy in doing this, I think, for me, is is learning all these different little things. I thought it was spending time with me. Well, it is. <laughs> but that's not hidden. Okay, that's the. I'm, app- hoping, I'm hoping the joy comes across greatly. <laughs> yeah, it does, especially in those kind of um, strange pictures that you send me. <laughs> yeah, which feel free to stop at any time. Oh, you know they're on a schedule. So. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. Thanks for that feedback, guys. And like I said, we really do enjoy hearing from you. And it's also great to have listeners join our forum at afbforum.com as well. Uh, if you like the chatter here, then you will love the chatter on our forum uh, because it's not just us that is there. There's other people there as well who love this stuff and different stuff and uh, love chatting about it as well. And it so. And it's not just toys. I mean, there's no. a lot of good comics discussion there. Yes. There's a lot of good TV and movie and music discussion there as well. Yep. Absolutely. And sometimes, and sometimes recipes. Sometimes recipes. <laughs> yep. And, and there are some, um, you know, people there that we, that are a bit strange and, um, that's okay. You know, like we, we like all of them. So just be, 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 be ready to be, um, accepting. I think it's important to say, though, that it is a friendly forum. It's very. And I, I don't think we've ever had a flame war or any oh. any major, well, well. recently. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, everybody gets along and uh, is, is respectful of one another's opinions Absolutely. and stuff, too. So, yep. you know, if, if, if you're hearing this thing going, oh, it's a forum, it's it's 
much more friendly if you yes. are you know familiar with that. And um, yeah, it's the reason we've all been there for years. That's right. So. The whole reason that it was started was for a place where people could talk about what they like and not be criticized for liking it. And I think that we do that very well. And that's one reason why we have got this you know kind of eclectic group of people who like different things but like talking about it to each other because we're interested in stuff even if it's not what we collect or are passionate about and that's cool hey speaking of um collecting i mentioned at the beginning of this show that we have uh, a sponsor called collectivity and that is a really groovy app it's only iphone at the moment but coming out um uh, on android soon and it is a free app where you can um manage pictures of your collection and share them with other people uh, for them to like and appreciate as well. And I have downloaded it and started playing with it and it's extremely cool and they're kind enough to offer some support to us. So um, thanks collectivity. And Thank uh, you. yep. If you are an I person, then it is in the um, Apple app store at the moment and uh, you can look out for an Android version, I think later in the year. So do have a look at that. And if you do that, tell them that you were heard about them here. Oh, please do. Absolutely. And one last thing, we're going to have a different kind of show next week because very exciting. We're going to be talking what? (laughs) Different kind of show. (laughs) A different kind of show. What? What's funny about that? God, you're weird. I I thought maybe we were going to have the landscaping show next week. Oh, it's going to be like you know a very special episode of. Uh oh, no, no one's getting touched up in the back of the bike shop. Don't worry. Um, the I just saw that episode. It's going to be my ago. lucky week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we... Mood mood music. Yeah, no. Uh, you like gladiator movies? Adam? Would you shut up? <laughs> okay, DC Comics. Superstar artist Nicholas Scott, who also happens to be an Australian, uh, is going to be chatting with us next week about uh, some of her work that has been turned into toys and what that experience has been like. And we are extremely excited to have the chance to talk to her. And so we're going to be giving the show over to that discussion. So we won't have our regular features, but we're going to have a great chat with her for episode 120 next week. And then back to your regularly scheduled program the week after. So do keep an ear out for that. It's going to be a fantastic chat. Yeah. Can't wait to listen. Groovy. Well, I think we need to go away now. Bye. Yeah, no. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> Good night, Argentina. Good night, Australia. Oh, how kind. Bonsoir. Don't forget to have your Adam Manzillion. <gasps> yes. But keep your punchy hands to yourself. The Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and downloaded direct at actionfigurebluescom by clicking on the podcast tab. If you do listen to us on iTunes, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review. We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join in with all of the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, new releases, old lines, and engage in trades and sales in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, please don't forget to check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, ShelfLife.net, and the Pop Culture Superstore, who help keep our site running. You can also find us on Twitter at AFBlues and on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash actionfigureblues. Thanks for listening.
is um uh, uh Jesus yeah. I've been waiting to tell you. Charlie? Who are you, Charlie? Z- Zayo. Huh? What? Zayo one. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping it was a spam bot, but it was one of the most entertaining opening posts I've seen for a while. Zayo? He had this whole, like one of the new members, he had this whole post about why Hare Krishna isn't what um, Lord Krishna is good and all of this kind of stuff. It was you a very roundabout post. Hey? Scott, you what? read your own forum? Uh, occasionally. 